Have you ever driven cross-country in an RV or taken a weekend trip where you camped in an RV? Or have you ever parked your RV in your driveway and camped out and not slept in your house but slept in the RV? We actually did that one summer, and I'm going to tell you all about it. Excuse me, Mom. Mom, excuse me. Mom, excuse me. Welcome to Next Stop Crazy Town. This is Juliette Hahn, and I am the host of this weekly pod. I'm going to be sharing with you guys a little glimpse of my crazy world. I'm a mom of three, and I have two crazy boxer dogs. I will have guests some weeks, and some weeks it will just be me, but I will always be talking about uncomfortable things that have happened to me before motherhood or during motherhood. I just want you to know that you are not alone in this crazy world. Things happen that people don't like to talk about. But guess what? I do. I cannot wait for you guys to join me every week just to get a little luck. Okay, so this was a number of years ago. We had a huge flood in our beach house. We It was a hot water pipe that burst and destroyed the whole thing. Awful. It was awful, as you can imagine. I mean, we had to throw away everything. So like the kid's crib that was here, I mean, it was had zip ties on it. It had gone through all my kids, all my sister's kids. I was saving it for my brother's kids, as my husband said. I don't think he's putting his babies in there. It's zip tied together. Anyways, that was destroyed. I mean, everything. We had to rip up. The whole inside of the house had to be t- torn down. We were in Connecticut, a neighbor... For some reason, I don't know why, but I had asked her neighbor just to go check on the house because it was like a really, really, really cold uh, winter. And he went over and my girlfriend Lynn had just come in for the weekend and we were just opening a bottle of wine. Dan was cooking for us and I get a call and it's my neighbor in Long Island and he says, you, you have to come, you have to come. There's 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 been a flood. There's there, Your house is, I mean, he couldn't even get his words out, but he's like, your house is underwater. Now, again, I just had like a half a bottle of wine. Dan was cooking. Dan was like, I'm going. He literally just left, didn't take anything to wear, just went because we had no idea what the damage was. You know, this older man could not get the words out. And he's like, I can't go in the basement to, because we're like, can you shut the water off? And he's like, there's like sparks. And we were like, okay, stay there. So we called, I actually called our sprinkler guy who I it was always been so helpful. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Dan's on his way out. He's like, I'm on my way. I know what to do. So he was able to go down in the basement and kind of jump from debris to debris. We had feet of water in our basement. And he was able to shut the water off. And he called me and he's like, I'm going to wait for Dan. This is really upsetting. Your your house is destroyed. Now, I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I could not believe it. Now I'm sitting in Connecticut a little under, you know, had, had a couple glasses of wine. I didn't even know what to do. Dan's like, I don't even know where to start. But my friend Lynn was with us and her house actually got hit by Sandy. So she's like, this is what you're going to do. You're going to call your insurance company. So she took me through every step. Thank goodness. And then that that whole process, I'm not even going to go into that because this is not, this is supposed to be a fun RV <laughs> adventure story. Not the sad. I mean, I went, I could not we had to put a bunch of stuff in storage that didn't get ruined. And I was putting things in storage that would like have gone moldy, but because I couldn't throw them out, like books that I had as a kid that my mom had, because this was our first house. So a lot of stuff we kept here in storage instead of having it in our apartment. 
in the city. And then when we moved to Connecticut, we weren't going to take, you know, little things out. I mean, I had the baby teeth. I, I just, I'm a little bit of a pack rat and I just had a lot of stuff that got ruined and that we had to throw out because you couldn't salvage it. And it just broke my heart. It was a really, really hard time. And Dan was so amazing through the whole thing, but it was also so hard for him. This is like, you know, his hard work and it was down the to- the toilet. We have good insurance. So we were able to rebuild and kind of get back on our feet, which was amazing. And thank gosh that we, you know, this was our second place. So we, it wasn't like we were put out on the street. So we we're very, very fortunate, but we, we got it all taken care of. And then we had to rebuild and the rebuilding was I'm, that's not my wheelhouse. I don't like construction. I don't, I, if, if something works and it's old, I don't care. I don't care the way like things, things don't have to be like perfect and all that stuff. So that was really overwhelming for me, but I wasn't going to complain, you know, but we had to do it from afar. And of course, construction always gets delayed, right? Anyone that does construction knows they say March and it doesn't get done until like four months later. So we were coming up to the summer of when we were supposed to get to the house. And they're like, yeah, no, it's not going to be done for Memorial Day. And I somehow convinced Dan, actually my friend Carrie, fun, fun Carrie was like, you should get an RV and put it in your driveway. And I was like, or she's like, or go camping or do something. And I was like, yes, yes, that's what I'm going to do. So I convinced Dan, I called all these places. We found an RV. He drove it. I was not going to drive it. Because, you know, you've heard my my driving stories. I probably would have taken down a small village. But he was able to get it, drove it to the um, our house because we had one bathroom and we had an outdoor shower. So it was like, that's all we needed. And then the kids and I were able to sleep. My mom actually was like, I'm coming early. And we we're like, okay, we're in an RV. She's like, fun. Dan was there for a couple of days, not as, not as long as we were. But it was amazing. It was so amazing because I didn't have to cook. I didn't, I mean, we didn't do laundry. We just put stuff in bags. I mean, it was very messy. My mom definitely was like, this is so messy and crazy, but it was such a relaxing way to start the summer. It was amazing. And then, and we were able to be there for the construction and, you know, kind of make sure things were coming to an end because a lot of things were held up because we weren't there. So they kind of were like, yeah, we're there. And they weren't, which was definitely a bummer. So that was really, really fun. And I would totally do it again. I mean, the kids did their sports. I did, you know, whatever. I mean, we would wake up and do it. So there was one day, like Dan was like, okay, we have this. We should utilize it. Well, we didn't realize that you have to like book camping sites in advance. You know, why would we know that? (laughs) We've never, you know, why do we know that you have to like book camping sites? But, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm, you know, a grown up in a or a child in a grown-up's body. So I was like, yeah, let's all go all the way down to the beach and we'll just park and have like a weekend of it. Like we let's try to use it. Like the kids are like, we want to drive it. And I'm like, I can't drive it, guys. So we have to wait for dad. So he came and we're like, yeah, let's go drive. So we got, you know, to the camping site and they're like, no, these these slots have been booked, ma'am, for <laughs> seven months, eight months. And we were like, oh yeah, well, we just got this. We didn't know we were going to be needing it. So we didn't do any of that, but we did drive it around town. And I mean, we could have utilized it so much better if we had planned, but it was one of those spontaneous things that just turned out to be so fun. Have you guys ever had um, one of those experiences where it's just like you do something spontaneous and then it turns out to be like the best decision? So you have to picture that we got the the RV that was the biggest one. So it like popped out on the side. Well, I shouldn't say the biggest one, but it popped out on the sides. So there was like a queen or king bed in the back which was awesome. Then there was bunk beds. And then there was like a spot, like the table went to a bed and then above the 
driver's seat, there was like a whole bunk there too. So it was like plenty of room for us. The one thing I said, I was like, no one can piss and shit in this because I'm not smelling your crap because I don't know how to empty it. You're not doing that. So literally when we got it, Truman goes running in and I'm like, where's Truman? He's like, I'm peeing in it. This is what I've always wanted to do. And I was like, fuck, dude, what were the rules? And he's like, oh, he didn't want me to pee in there. And I was like, great. The first second. So that was actually kind of funny, but, and it didn't smell, but it definitely, I was like, we're not showering in the RV or using the bathroom. Like you have to go out and go into the house. So you did have to have a flashlight and leave the RV to like walk around the side of the house through the garage. Cause the one bathroom was the only one that was there. That was like, you could, you could still use. Cause it was the only thing that did not get ruined. There was one bathroom that did not get ruined. And it was just like a toilet sitting there. So that was really comical. But it was so, I mean, we like bonded so much. And the kids, we just had the best time. We played card games. We stayed up. I guess there was a TV, but we really didn't even need it. And it was all done in our driveway. So the RV was just in the driveway and it stayed there. But I mean, we, we, the refrigerator was there. So we did have breakfast. You know, we had like breakfast so we could wake up and kind of leisurely get up and eat and, you know, not have to get up and go to like a a place to have breakfast. But then lunch and dinner were out of the RV. No dishes, no laundry. I didn't have to clean anything. I probably should have. There was like a lot of sand in it, but I was, I I didn't, you know, I knew that we were going to be good. But so we didn't pop the table. The table stayed. Penelope actually slept above the cab and my mom did. And then I was in the back, Dan was in the back and the boys were in the, um, and the bunks. And actually the boxers, because we were in construction, we knew we had someone take them for the, you know, I had a, I have a great guy that, uh, that he goes, the dogs go to their house. So they were, and I think we just had Doyle at the time, but, um, it was, it was a really fun time. So if you guys have any of those kind of RV stories, I know some people like, uh, my editor actually sold her place and they live in an RV, which, and they're going across country. She's got like two young kids. It's so amazing. I love that. I'm like totally envious of that. I would have, I a hundred percent would have loved to have done that when my kids were younger, always wanted to drive cross country. It's not my husband's dream as much as it's mine. <laughs> so I don't know that he would be as into it, but I think it's just such a fun time, especially like when you, that your kids are young and they can just explore and see something. And there's like nothing that you have to be tied down to. I think it's amazing. So I want to hear about it. Juliet, J-U-L-I-E at nextstopcrazytown.com. And please share my podcast. Are you guys tired of hearing me say this? Share my podcast. Write a review. Please tell me what you think. Is there something that you are, a topic that you want to hear me talk about? Email me. Let me know. It's again, Juliet at nextstopcrazytown.com. So my quote of the day is, I walk around like everything is fine, but deep down inside my shoe, my sock is sliding off. I mean, how annoying is that? That drives me crazy. That's one of those things that really drives me crazy. And you can't take your shoe off to fix your sock unless you're in like a a spot where you can. I always feel like when it's happening, I'm not in a spot that I can. So I just feel like my foot is like half naked and half not. All right, guys, have a great day. I hope you liked this episode of Next Stop Crazy Town. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to my channel, share with your friends and join in every week. For more information, check out nextstopcrazytown.com.